Good evening. Um, good evening, all. Um, my name is Marsha. Uh, we'll be giving the word of encouragement tonight. Um, first of all, I want to just thank uh, Apostle Joanne Hall for allowing me to, you know, be able to be on the line to give the word of encouragement. Um, you know, thank you, God, for just the you know, have the opportunity to be used by you. So um, I just want to go into prayer before I begin my word of encouragement with the Lord, you know, has given me to give to you guys. Um, Father God, I, I thank you, God, for um, your love and your just your kindness and just be able to speak as your vessel, Lord. Lord, I'm, I am nothing without you. Um, I owe everything to you, Lord. So, Lord, Father, I just pray that you would just have your way and let me not withhold anything, Lord. Let me speak where you want me to say to the people to encourage, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. And I, and I thank you again for just the, being the opportunity to be used by you. It is an honor to be used by you, Lord. Uh, I thank you, and I praise you in the mighty name. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And Father Lord, I want to repent of anything I said and and done and thought of that was not pleasing to your sight, Lord. So I just pray that you just have your way, Lord Holy Spirit, have your way, Lord, on tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I say, Amen. Um, so my title is. How much does eternal life mean to you? Uh, once again, how much does eternal life mean to you? And subtitle is, how far will you go? How far will you go? And that I am. That being said, I am coming from um, the book of Matthew's chapter. 19 uh, verses 16 to 22. Um, that is my first scripture. And then I'll be talking, um, going to Exodus 3 and Matthew 22 uh, verses 36 to 40. And the final scripture I will be um, giving reference to is uh, Luke 14 and 33. Uh, once again, my, my, my title is how much, does, how much Does Eternal Life Mean to You and How Far Will You Go? Okay, so I'm going to um, Matthew 19, verses 16 to 22, and I'm coming from the NIV version. And the subtitle reads this the rich and the kingdom of God, the rich and the kingdom of God. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing I must do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the, the commandments. 
Which one? He inquired. Jesus, Jesus replied, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these things I've kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he heard he had great wealth. Okay. So um, I'll give you a little of a backdrop about this rich man. He, was, he followed the, the customs of uh, the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees were, were known as conceited people. They were known for, you know, their image. You know, they were uh, snobbish. Like, they were self-righteous, and um, they only cared about how they looked and how their appearance was. Um, they they followed the Lord, but they they just they were for themselves. They they had self dependency. So now this this rich man, you know, he he approached Jesus, knowing that he lacked something, like he 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 knew that it was a void, um, that he was lacking to eternal life. So he approached Jesus and asked him, "What does he lack?" And, you know, he thought that salvation could be bought because he was a rich man, you know, and, and salvation couldn't be bought. You can't buy salvation. You can't do good deeds. You, um, it's not earned, you know. So he approached Jesus and, 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 and wondered what he was still lacking, you know, why, like, he knew something was not right. Like, he knew there was a void. So Jesus pretty much cut through his pride, and um, this rich man had pride. He knew that he had to do something. Something else was missing. So, um, so pretty much, you know, Jesus he he told him he referred to the six commandments. Uh, that you should not, let's go back to that. In verse 18, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, and you shall not give false testimony. And honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. But he was lacking one thing. He was lacking that shall not have other gods before me. And Jesus did this purposely. He left that out purposely because he knew that he was lacking it. And um, this man valued his money. This man valued his money before his, the relationship with God. He thought that his money could buy him anything. He trusted his money. That's why he walked away so sadly, you know. Knowing, he thought that he could trust uh, what he had and what he had possession of, and he was not willing to give up 
that um, the the money that he had, he, I mean, I you know, he was a rich man, and um, his focus was on the temporal things. He didn't focus on the eternal life. He didn't focus on the eternal life. And um, pretty much, like, he, he thought that he could uh, buy his way to salvation, to eternal life, and, and, and that's not the case at all. You know, um, he, he knew in his heart that he was lacking, but, like, what about if, if Jesus is asking you for that one very thing that you possess, would you, would you be willing to give that up? That one thing that you love so very much, because he, he, he loved like, being the, the fact of being rich. He loved the fact of being, you know, in high prestige and, and righteous and, and self-dependent. But he did not want to let go. He thought that, nah, this is not worth it. You know, like, I possess so much. How can I give my things, my possessions to the poor? Um, so my question, you know, for you tonight is, you know, what are we holding on to? You know, that what are we still lacking in Christ? What are we, what is in the way of us going forth, you know, just be fully committed and submitted to God because um, there are things that are in the way of us going forth. Um, he didn't see it, but Jesus saw it. We all have blind spots, you know, that we think that, okay, everything is perfect, everything, we're good. You know, you're going in the right direction but until Jesus, you know, puts a highlighter in your weakness and and it, and when it's time to give it up it's a struggle it's a tug of war and it shouldn't be so you know my fellow believers i i just say to you you know what what are we still lacking what are we holding on to you know what is holding us back fully to be committed and submitted to god um and, and and Exodus three is you shall not have any uh, any other gods before me. And the cross references I'll, I'll read that right now, it, which is coming from Matthew's uh, twenty two verses thirty six to forty, and and this is the NIV version as well. Reads this. This is what Jesus was pretty much summing up to the rich man what he was lacking. Um. Teacher, uh, which is the greatest commandment in the Lord? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Like it, Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Amen. May the blessing be the word of the Lord.
And um, finally, Luke 14 and 33, that is coming from the NIV version. The same way those of you who do not give up everything, you cannot be my disciples. Amen. So, you know, what are we holding on to things? You know, if he's asking you to to give this as exchange, you know, obviously he knows that it's not good for you. He knows the things that are are holding us are in the way that that, that keeps us in bound. You know, um, he wants it. He wants it all. He wants us to give it up. He wants it to as exchange. You know, making deposits in the kingdom. Um, we shouldn't be making t- uh, temporal uh, decisions based on what we do. The, ba- the, the we shouldn't base our decisions on temporal things. We should ba- we should base our decisions on kingdom things. You know, keep on making deposits for the kingdom of God. Um, and uh, the reason why, you know, this I came up with this title, you know, the, Jesus, God was talking to me about, you know, this weekend. Uh, this weekend was my son's 18th birthday, Sunday, and you know, before that, I was I was complaining, you know, like the fact that I had to. You know, fast on his the fast started on his 18th birthday, and and um, I didn't, you know, I wish that it didn't ended up on his birthday, but it did, and you know, I tried to do it like he was also. This was this is my son's first time being in a corporate fast and and being in a Daniel fast and not eating meat. I have done this before. And I had no problems doing it. So uh, I complained and 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 excuse me and um started like oh man why why you know started questioning God and you know and this question like came to my mind you know like the title how much does your eternal life mean to you you know. I I did mess up. I did, um, to be honest and to be vulnerable. I did, you know. Even though I said, okay, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to, you know, um, give everything totally to you. So I started to have these thoughts in my mind and say, you know what? It's just only one day. You know, um, God will forgive me. You know. It's like I premeditated it. So, and I even had my son do it. So it's like I led my son to sin. So God started to speak to me and minister to me like, you know, these things that you're going through is because of you. And I and it was like, whoosh, like, wow. Like, like how long... How much how much times can I tarry with you? Like you know, like it's like it was like a rebuke. 
Like, how long are you going to hold on to these things? How long do you want to stay like this? You know, I, I want, I'm helping you, but you just, you're trying, you're, you're going, you're still going backwards. And you're, you rather choose selfishness, your own selfish desires, rather than my hands. So, you know, automatically I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it was like that hurt, you know, because I hurt God. You know, if I needed the help to, to have, like, self-discipline, I could have asked him, and he would have helped me. But I choose my own selfish ways to, you know, to get a cake. You know, I got a choker cake. And, and December is, is a long month, and I could have waited. I had no excuse pretty much to, you know, be in that sin and then leave my son to sin. You know, there's things that I need to break off. You know, how long is this, it was a question from God, like, how long do you want to be like this? You're asking me to free you, but you keep leading yourself to sin. You keep leading to the stuff that are dead, that are, that are not necessary. So God was asking me, how long? Why are you, why are you still in this? Why are you still choosing that? You're not a baby. So, you know, I, I, I felt so convicted. And, and that's why, you know, I came up with the title. I heard the title. You know, I, I heard the title. How much, how much does your eternal life mean to you? How far will you, are you willing to go with me? How far are you willing to go with me? How deep are you willing to go with me? Can I just, can I, could I have just hold back a little while longer? You know, so I, I felt so bad on that. And like, and here's where the grace came in because I, I felt so nauseous that night that I couldn't even, you know, I, I, I threw up the whole cake that I had eaten. That whole cake, I, I just, it could not even stay, and and I and I know that was God's grace, and I thank you for His, you know, for Your grace, God, because like I ate it, and I was not even able to digest it fully. I, I had to throw it up, and that's how much God loves me, you know. God loves us, and He wants everything, not just the partial. He He doesn't want you to be partial. And, you know, he wants everything, you know. And if he says to give up, you know, your, your, a car or and your attitude, um, your, your riches even, you know, it might, sound, it might sound bizarre or crazy, but God knows what's best, you know, if, like, what are you still lacking? What are you still holding on? Maybe, I mean, the whole other woman of God praying, she said, um, unforgiveness. Or are we still holding on unforgiveness to go, through, go to the next level? What are we lacking? Are we holding on 
to, um, you know, the vision in our hearts. You know, she said the vision. You know, are we, what are we holding on to? What are we lacking? You know, we know that there is a void. We know that we need God. If we didn't need God, then, 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 then um, why are we here? You know, we are here for a reason. We are here for a purpose. You know, and, and, and God is, is, is always at help. He is our helper. He is. So, you know, we can't keep ourselves in bondage. You know, some of the things we're keeping ourselves in bondage, it, it, it's, it's not anybody else. We can't blame anybody else, but it's, but it's ourselves. It's ourselves. We can't hold anybody what they're what what they're doing in hostage for you to go forth. You know what? What are we lacking? Um, should I say? You know. Um, that's my question for all of you. You know, you could think on it and you could ponder on it, like, you know, um, and God will show you the, 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 blind, the blind spots, the, the things that we may not see, you know, because this, this, this man, he did not, he didn't, he knew something was missing. So, thanks. You know something is missing and you know something that you have to give up. And we, we do have decisions that we have to make. You know, we're coming into a new year. Um, do you want to go into a new season with these things? I mean, the choice is entirely up to you, um, saints. Because um, we, we can't keep living like, you know, like the temporary things matter. So we got to live as kingdom living, kingdom life, kingdom thinking. Even if, you know, it may hurt, but it's just temporarily. Because God has something, he always has something better, greater than what we can imagine. So, the choice is really up to you, um, fellow believers. I, I just wanted to be vulnerable and just wanted to release what, you know, I have been in and in, in what I struggled with this week, actually, you know, because the corporate fast just literally started, you know, and that's what, you know, the time of devotion um, with God I had. You know, I don't, I don't want none of my things. We can't even think, take these things to the kingdom of God. You know, is it all worth it? Yes, it is. That is the answer. It is, it is always worth it for Jesus because he, he died on the cross. He sacrificed his, you know, God sacrificed his only son, his only begotten son, only like his son for us, us sinners. You know, so this is my word of encouragement. I actually do wanted to read um, the last scripture. Oh, I did. Okay. 
I did read that, but I'll, I'll read it again. Um, Luke 14 and 33 reads, in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you you have cannot be my disciples. So uh, whatever he's asking, just give it up to him. And it's, it's, it's definitely all worth it. And I know you all know this, but it's, it's just to encourage you, you know, just look within and do a self-examination and see what we're lacking and see what, um, what the Father needs. Not what, I, not what we need, but what the Father needs. Amen. And that is my word of encouragement to you all. Thank you.